and we gotta thank God each and every minute of every day. Welcome one, welcome all. You have now entered the domain of the Everyday Norm Podcast. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. How is everyone doing out there today in podcast land? Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for telling a friend about the Everyday Norm Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is the Everyday Norm Podcast with your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle, a.k.a. Chef Boyar Norm. I want to thank everyone for joining the show today. I hope you had a great day. Hope you are having a great day today because uh, it is very, very hot out here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so uh, wherever you are, I hope that you are staying very, very hydrated, if you will. Now, you can catch the Everyday Norm podcast on Facebook and also Twitter. You can also find the Everyday Norm podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. <clears throat> so if you have any of those uh, streaming apps, please check out the Everyday Norm podcast. Um, on those channels, and thank God, thankful for very uh, for those outlets uh, uh, airing the Everyday Norm podcast. All right, y'all, I want to apologize for being late getting up this um, podcast. Um, we are in the final stage of the Family Matters series. Um, this will be part four of the Family Matters series okay so uh, in part one we talked about um the effect of on daughters without fathers in the home um part two um we talked about what was part two you all excuse me i cannot remember what part two was um part three was i'll get back to part two part three was the uh, money aspect um, part two was the third spouse of being married, but uh, having to deal with the baby mama or baby daddy. Part three was money aspect, uh, having it, not having it, uh, having too much aspect. Uh, if the wife is making more than the husband and how that can also affect the household, how sometimes if one person is working when the household is in need of two incomes. So we've discussed a few of the issues that are going on in the family dynamic in this day and age. And there's so many avenues that I could have gone with this, but I can only I only chose four. Um, and uh, we can still discuss these uh, other topics somewhere down the line. It uh, doesn't have to be a series. And I'm pretty sure they'll come up uh, somewhere down the line in the near future for the show. But today's show, we're going to... I'm going to just ask a simple question. This is part four of the Family Matters series. Part four of the Family Matters series is just simply one question. Why did I get married? Or say, why did you get married? Now, someone is asking the question, Norman, why would you ask a question? That's very simple. Well, you would think it's very simple because understand something. Now, we know the reports. We know the studies. 
uh, that over half of all marriages end in divorce. Now, everybody does not marry for the same reasons. We all know that. You know, uh, back in the day, there were a lot of shotgun weddings. You knocked a woman up, you you going to marry her, and the dad was going to make sure if you had to stand next to you with a shotgun, you marry her daughter, you're going to do right by his daughter because you knocked her, knocked his daughter up, and you're going to be a husband to her, and you're going to be a father to that child, okay? Times have changed over the years, but many of the reasons as to why people get married have not understand something people everyone is different everyone is different now why did i get married why did you get married that is the question for today okay now i'm going to uh before i uh dive any further i'm going to just uh use myself and my wife as uh an example okay now i think i've, I've given you a brief uh story of how me and my wife my wife and i met uh, back in um, 1998, I'm sorry, 97, um, and uh, if I want to say September, October that time, we were working at a local pharmacy, um, I met her, uh, I liked her, um, she was introduced, she was a new hire at the job, I had been there a little bit before her, and she was introduced, and I liked her, and uh, <clears throat> I was really interested, and I shot my shot. I couldn't do it in person. I was way too nervous, so I sent her a note. She responded, and so we started to uh, begin. You know, we started going out, dating, and everything. And three months into the relationship, I proposed to my wife. And by the time we got married in September of '98, we had been together a year. So we have been married 20 years, but we've known each other for 21 years. Okay, now when my wife and I at the time fiance, we went and sat down and talked to our pastor because um, we got counseling and I do recommend that for any new couples or soon to be couples, any new uh, engaged uh, men and women. I do recommend counseling and I'm going to get back to that in a little bit, but we sat down with him and he asked us a series of questions and some of the questions really threw us off, uh, but he asked these questions uh, to help us get an idea of what married life can be and or will be. Because, you know, when you're when you've never been married, the only thing you can go by is what you have seen others do, what you have seen others say, your parents or uh, someone in the church or someone at work. So. You're going, you're basing marriage, the concept of marriage, based on what you have been uh, told, what you see, and uh, what, uh, and so forth from other people, not you and other people. And every marriage is different. There are many similarities, but every marriage is different. So I'm going to give you an example. One question that our pastor asked us, and it really threw me off. He said, well, uh, who has debt? And we're like, why would you ask a question like that? You know, and uh, he said, the reason why I ask because when you get married, whoever had the debt becomes, it becomes your debt as well. So if I was in debt, whether it was a thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars, when my wife and I get married, that what that debt now becomes her debt as well. And that was something that we did not think about 
when we were uh, declaring our love for each other and wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. That's just not something that we discussed, uh, we even thought about. But I'm glad that my pastor asked that question because he wanted uh, to give us uh, as well prepared as possible about being about uh, uh, getting married before we got married. Now, of course, over the years, uh, my wife and I, we've had our ups and downs. We've had additional counseling after we're married. And by the grace of God, we are still together, going strong. Uh, this September, Lord willing, be 21 years of marriage with the same woman. I thank God for that, waking up to that uh, face every morning. I couldn't have asked for a better wife, and I thank God for each and every day. But why do other people get married? Think about it. I'm asking you. Just ask, ask, ask yourself and ask yourself in your head. Why did I get married? Why did you get married? What were your reasons for getting married? Now, there are some people who are more in love with the idea of being married than the person that they are marrying. I know that sounds crazy, but this is a reality. There are some people who are more in love with the idea of being married than the person they are getting ready to marry now that is a legitimate reason why some people get married uh a lot of marriages no let me, let me rephrase that there are some marriages that have nothing and i mean absolutely nothing to do with love now the average person says, well, how can you marry someone that you don't love? Well, guess what, people? It happens all of the time. All of the time. I want you all to think about something. Now, uh, there are countries uh, overseas and so forth that have more arranged marriages than actual two people willing to get married to each other. And I've always wondered... Why is it that it seems that the arranged marriages last longer or there are less there's a lower divorce rate in arranged marriages than they are non arranged marriages? Because remember, an arranged marriage, many of the times the woman does not love the man. The man does not love the woman. They're doing their husband and wifely duties around the house and uh, intimate and so forth. Start a family, raise a family, the whole nine. But many times there is no love involved. But why does it seem that those marriages have a lower divorce rate than the non-arranged um, uh, marriages? Think about it. You know, I've seen... Uh, I've seen uh, this was, was was a show, news radio, uh, starring the late uh, Phil Hartman. In the episode, his boss was wanting to get with a uh, uh, had a love interest, and they discussed marriage. But this is how they discussed the marriage. They didn't discuss the marriage as you know. I want to take you here. I want to take you there, and show you the world the whole night. They looked at it. They came at it as if two people, two business people, were offering. Uh, a uh, proposition deal bringing a proposition deal to the table so instead of love they were saying well who gets the house or vacations how often will we see each other assets things like that once they realized uh, from a business standpoint 
it would not work out for them. They decided then it wasn't going to work out for them as far as marriage because it was more so business than love. Now, there are people, there are women out there who have married and get married for security. You know, they have uh, bills. They may have children and they may not have enough income coming in and they see what some consider a meal ticket, you know, and this is not uh, uncommon, not to me, I think, at least in this day and age, you know, think about it. You have there are women out there. They see they are uh, in high school and they see the athlete. They feel he has potential to do great things. And I'm not saying they don't love them, but they see his potential more than the love that they have for him. And they're willing to ride it out through the ups and downs and they make sure they're with him uh, uh, through thick and thin. And, and, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being honest with this. I'm just being very honest with this. There are some women, not all, not many, but there are some women out there because they see the potential in this man. Some of them will intentionally get pregnant on purpose to make sure that they are forever locked with this man. So if he does come up in a major way, they are right there with the child, the child support and the whole and the whole nine. OK, I really hate to say this. I really, really, really hate to say this, but I'm looking at shows like Basketball Wise and Real Housewives or what have you. And those type of shows, when you're looking at many of the women on, the, on those shows, they look like they're strictly married for money. And they're flaunting the money or the ex-husband's money on a regular basis. You know, there's, you know they're, like I said, they're, they, they're more married to the lifestyle that they now have as opposed to the man that they said their vows to. And that's just the honest, that's just the honest truth. That is just the honest truth. You have some men out there that do not marry for love, marry out of convenience, marry out of convenience. You know, it's, it's like this, people. Think about the world of politics. And it is an understood statement, almost understood thing that for a candidate, if he wants to run for a particular office, it often looks better for the candidate if he he is not single if he is uh engaged dating but preferably married that looks better in the eyes of voters as to poll as opposed to him being single i do not understand why that is because it's not like we haven't heard numerous stories of married politicians cheating on their wives so i don't understand why being married is looked upon better than being single in politics because single people cheat married people cheat so i really don't understand that but a lot of times if a, a politician feels that hey i need to get over it, and somebody may ask them hey if you're dating this person or at least create the illusion that the two of you are dating you all may set a date and so forth so marrying out of convenience for self-gain is a reason why some people uh get married but i've i've heard uh quote-unquote experts say that 
it's best to marry for convenience than love. Now, I love my wife very, very, very much. And through these 20 years, like I said, we've had our ups and downs. We've had our struggles. But God has brought us through. And we are in a better place both uh, physically, financially, emotionally, and spiritually. And many people are not willing to make the sacrifices or the necessary changes that are required when it comes to being married. Okay, from a husband standpoint, from a wife standpoint. And when it came to counseling uh, in this day and age, that's another thing that I do recommend uh, for couples. I, I strongly urge you to get counseling because there are things that need to be discussed that many times get overlooked when the two of you are planning your wedding, when he's getting on one knee and when the fiance when the bride-to-be is uh, getting her dress and her cake and her decorations, things like that. This is my my personal opinion. Things that need to be discussed um, between the two people before, you know, you all decide, decide you're going to make it official. Uh, ask one another. First and foremost, do either one of you uh, want to have children? That is an issue, okay? That can be an issue. You may be uh, willing to marry someone or get married to someone, or you may be in love with someone who does not want children, who has no intention of being a father or being a mother. They do not want that responsibility. Um, uh, if so, if I were a if I were someone who was counseling a couple, I would ask them that question. I would also ask them. Uh, in the sense of how do the two of you feel about when it comes to discipline, disciplining a child? OK, one may feel that the old school pull out the switch, pull out the belt, maybe uh, abuse and we're teaching kids violence. You may have a parent that feels that way as opposed as opposed to uh, uh, just talking with them, reading timeouts and things like that. That could be an issue as well. Another thing that couples, uh, many couples don't uh, talk about religion. Where do the two of you stand spiritually? Okay, he may be Catholic. She may be Presbyterian. She may be Baptist. He may be whatever, uh, Episcopalian. It doesn't really matter. But where do, two, where do the two of you stand on spirituality? Because, you know, uh, you're going to be building a house together, one house, but you're going to two separate churches. And I, uh, when I was coming up, I noticed my grandparents did that. Uh Loved each other, lived in the same house, but Sunday morning he went, granddad went to his church and grandma went to her church. So where did the two of you stand on children, on discipline, on uh, religion? These are things that are not being discussed many times between couples and many times in counseling, you know, and these things uh, are issues that are coming up later on in the marriage because they were not dealt with. Uh, prior to the nuptials but ask I ask you why did you get married why are you married is it because you truly love your husband you truly love your uh, your wife or did you have another reason for getting married but you did not tell uh, your spouse or your spouse you know where you know people have ulterior motives sometimes and not everybody is uh, forthcoming with information out of fear of re retaliation or rejection 
So why did you get married? I would hope that you got married for the sake of you love your wife, you love your husband, and you felt this person was special enough to share your most inner, deepest, intimate thoughts and uh, uh, lives with that this person, you feel this person, not only your, 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 your friend, your lover, your confidant, your best friend, I would hope those would be the reasons that you got married. But this is 2019 and this is the real world. We know that's not always the case. But why did you get married? I feel that if people are willing to be honest about why they got married, then maybe, just maybe, it could give them some insight as to the state of their marriage right now. Now, I've heard the saying, it's not how you start, but how you finish. Finish. You know, you could have, you may not have gotten married for the right reason starting off. But you know what? Who's to say that things can't turn around? You know, there are a lot of people who've gotten married and want to love each other. But over time, they've learned to love their spouse. Now, I wouldn't recommend that. But we uh, we know those have those things have happened before because there's so many different scenarios. OK, you know, uh, some people get married to leave a certain uh, uh, economical situation. You know, uh, we've seen male order brides, male order husbands, things like that um, to stay in the country or to stay out of a country. We've seen this so many times. We've seen uh Men uh, get with rich women. Women get with with rich men for status, for prestige, for money, the whole nine. But why did you get married? I only you can answer that. I just hope that it was because of love. And if you did get married for security, then I would suggest that you know take uh, an inventory of yourself. And ask yourself, okay, you may have the money and the financial means, hold on, but do you love this man? Because, or do you love this woman? Because that's what they deserve. That's what they deserve. So, we're talking about family matters and some of the things that families uh, go through, uh, encounter that are maybe affecting the uh, outcome of a successful or failed marriage. And once again, there are so many other avenues that I could talk about. I wondered discuss a few other things but uh money uh not having a father in the home um dealing with a baby mama baby daddy and also understanding beginning going back before that because you have to ask yourself why do you want to get married ladies if you are dating and your man proposes to you ask him why do you want to why would you want to marry me just ask him i feel that's only fair and and guys, don't be scared to tell them. Don't be scared to tell them. But if your motives were not genuine, I pray that over time that they change because marriage is a very, very serious thing. And I have said repeatedly to people that I only wanted, I only want to be married. I pray to God, I only want to be married one time in my life. I do not want to divorce. I do not believe in divorce. I have no plans of divorce and I only want to be married one time because that's all it that's all I need. That's all I need. I'm forty six years old, people, and at this point if something were to happen where my wife and I divorce, the mere thought of 
trying to start over at my age i i don't have the energy for it trying to learn i mean trying to uh meet someone new and and start over as far as their habits and they're getting used to my habits and things like that i really do not want to do that starting over at this age is really not an option for me but that is just me you may feel different but um i'm hoping that once you can answer that question fellas ask yourself why do you want to marry this woman what is it about her that said you want to spend the rest of your life with this woman ask yourself that i think that's only fair okay and there it is people that is going to do it for today's show i want to thank everyone for joining me and please spread the word about the everyday norm podcast um I think I'm about 50 episodes in, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm coming up on a year, a year of the Everyday Norm podcast. I did about maybe one or two episodes before Father's Day. Um, uh, I did a Father's Day not uh, Father's Day not gifts episode prior to Father's Day, and I also did an episode after Father's Day to find out what the ladies got for their uh uh, fathers or their children's father uh whatever the case may be so uh we're coming up on a year so the everyday norm podcast has been up and running for a year so i thank each and every one that's uh been following the podcast been supporting me since day one it is truly 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 been a blessing um i'm uh ladies and gentlemen i'm at a crossroads right now i'm um thinking about making some changes to the podcast uh as far as subject uh or maybe getting a whole new podcast because there's some other things i really want to talk about um as you all know i'm a big uh wrestling fan i really like talking about wrestling but uh i do not know you all let me know uh what subjects what topics you want to hear okay uh but i want to thank everyone for joining the show uh to all my friends my family my loved ones thank you so much you all have definitely been a positive inspiration for me a motivator to keep pushing to keep doing more and more and ladies and gentlemen just stay tuned uh because i will have a new episode next week uh we'll be talking about um, i don't know just yet but uh we'll be talking about something so just stay tuned but if you have some ideas please let me know go hit me up on my page on facebook norman a stevens jr hit me up on the uh everyday norm podcast page on facebook check out my videos on youtube big norms world is the channel where i'm doing a narrative chronicles of a hero season two um i was doing a narrative on my character based off black panther his name is brother wakanda so check him out also doing tutorials i'm doing a lot of other things and uh working on some things as well i got a lot of rods in the fire so you all keep your boy in prayer uh keep praying for my family i just love uh, being able to come on this platform and do this it has truly been a blessing and i'm having having so much fun with it and also check my lives okay some things i may post only on my on the podcast page the live as opposed to going on the airwaves so just keep a look out you know i like to keep it try to you know keep things uh unpredictable you know spice things up so uh, thank you once again for uh, tuning in. This is the Everyday Norm Podcast. I am your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle, a.k.a. Chef Boy R. Norm. I will leave you with these words. Let's look upward and not downward. Let's go forward and not backwards. 
always lend a helping hand. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and I will see you when I see you. Yeah.